Good morning to everyone. Uh, my scripture reading this morning is from Hebrews 12, chapter 12, verses 1 to 4. That's Hebrews 12, 1 to 4. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doeth so easily beset us. Let us run the, the with, let us run with patience at the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the Author and the Finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest he be weary and faint in your minds. Ye have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin. Gracious Heavenly Father, I give thanks to you with a grateful heart today, Lord. God, that we, as the church body, can come together in prayer and in service to you today, Lord Jesus. Father, I give thanks to you, Father, for all those who are listening today, God. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Lord, I praise your name, hallelujah, because you are worthy to be praised today, Father. Lord, I come to you this morning to pray a blessing upon your word and upon the service today, Lord Jesus, hallelujah. Father, I bring our pastor, before you today. Father God, in the name of Jesus, touch him, O God, and minister to him and through him, Lord, today, as he breaks the bread to feed us, which is your word, Father. God, in the name of Jesus, let your anointing, let it be a fresh anointing, Father, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, that is applied to him today, Lord God Almighty, and his life today, O oh God, as he would preach your word, Lord, and as he would teach your word today, Father. In the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for each and every one who is listening today, O oh God. May you bless them in a special way, Father, in the name of Jesus. O oh Lord God Almighty, bless us, I pray, as we listening and we tune in today, Father. God, in the name of Jesus, minister to each one of us. In a special way, I pray, O oh God, today, Father, touching and anointing the crown of our head to the sole of our feet. Father, I give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. It's good to, uh, to be with you all today. I ask you at this time to open your Bibles to the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 3, uh, beginning at verse 1. And I'm going to read down through verse 12. The writer says, My son, do not forget my law. 
but let your heart keep my commands. For length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father, the son in whom he delights. May God's blessings rest upon the reading of his word. Let us pray together. Father God, we give thanks this morning for the word of God. We thank you for this opportunity to minister that word, that word of life, that word of hope, that word of comfort that those who are listening in today need to hear. Father, I pray you would speak to their hearts and minds through your word and through the one who ministers today. Help him, God, for you know his weaknesses. And Lord, let an anointing just flow today freely and clearly upon him, upon those who hear and upon all who receive in faith. Let the word take root. Let it bear fruit. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. As we look at this passage of Scripture today, I am reminded of that precious gospel hymn that says, "'Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know, thus saith the Lord. Oh, how sweet to trust in Jesus, just to trust his cleansing blood, just in simple faith to plunge me neath the healing, cleansing flood. Yes, tis sweet to trust in Jesus, just from sin and self to cease, just from Jesus simply taking life and rest, and joy, and peace. I'm so glad I've learned to trust Thee, precious Jesus, Savior, friend, and I know that Thou art with me, will be with me to the end. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust Him, how I've proved Him o'er and o'er. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust Him more. If you're like me, you probably grew up in a church that you heard that hymn sung quite often, and and for good reason, because Jesus is trustworthy, and it is a comfort, it is a peace to our heart and to our mind and, and to our spirit to put our cares and our concerns and all that makes us anxious and all that makes us fearful onto 
his shoulders. He's the one who told his disciples there, let not your heart be troubled. Let it not be afraid. If you believe in God, believe also in me. He did say in this world we would have tribulation, but we could be of good cheer because he has overcome this world. I was reading an article this week, reading a poll this week of, of who the most trusted professions and the most trusted people in America are today. And, 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 and I was a little bit, uh, a little bit uh, disappointed that ministers or clergy did not score uh, very high on the list. I don't know what that says, if that says something about us or if that says something about where America is today. But we do have a trust problem. We have learned painfully and we have learned even recently that the, the ones that should be the most trustworthy, the ones that we should have confidence in, uh, sometimes will let us down. And, and I was uh, in the same article that was saying that um, the only people uh, that are, are trusted less than uh, used car salesmen are politicians. And I thought that was, I thought that was funny. We, we vote for these people, but we don't trust these people and we, we, we don't trust that they are going to serve uh, the public good that they're going to do things in the best interest of of the people and and even now with the medical community you know and that's usually if you were to ask some people do you trust your doctor do you trust the nurses they say well yes you know we, we we trust the doctor when the doctor tells us to take these pills or to do this thing or that thing we, we, we trust them and we follow their instructions. But now with so much confusion and concern about this uh, latest uh, virus, you know, there's people now who've been questioning everything uh, medically and scientifically that, that we're being told. And it's just created such a state of confusion. And when there's so much uncertainty, when there's so much confusion, we become anxious and we become fearful and and we've become very cautious in, in our own lives. And you see the evidence of that. And you see uh, how that has manifested in our nation over the past couple of months. But I am, I am here today to tell, you, to, to tell you, church, that there is one you can trust. You can trust in the Lord. You can trust the Lord Jesus Christ. And in this passage of Scripture today, and even though it was written to a, uh, to a young man in its original context, I believe it speaks to all of us today. It speaks to the need that we have, the, 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 the deep-seated, deep-rooted need in every human heart to find someone they can put their trust in, someone they can have total confidence in. And... And, and the comfort and the strength and the peace that comes from being able to do that. I, 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 I know some people, one person told me, I says, I don't trust anybody but myself. Well, I'll tell you what I said to him, and I'll say to you, I know myself too well to trust completely in myself. I will, I will let myself down uh, more times than, than not. But there is one who is completely trustworthy, 
And I have full confidence and full faith in not only his, his integrity, but in his love, his love for me and his concern for my well-being. And I want you to know this something today, church. We who trust in the Lord with all of our heart, we will not be disappointed. We will not be ashamed. We will see that trust rewarded. You ask yourself, well, what does it mean to trust in the Lord? And in this passage, we are given example after example of how we can demonstrate our trust in God. And it begins, it begins with trusting God's Word, trusting the Word of the Lord. Uh, you know, there was, uh, you know, we oftentimes refer to uh, uh, the past or refer to previous generations as being a time where you could take somebody at their word. But, and I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's, that's always been the case. But the one thing we can do today is, is take God at his word. We can trust that what God said he will do and the promises that he has made and the, and, and the, the covenant that he has made with his church and with his people, he will fulfill it. Now, part of the reason why we have some anxiety, part of the reason why we find it hard to trust is that we, we don't really know the word of God. It's hard to trust what you do not know. That's why it's so important to make yourself uh, uh, familiar with the promises and the word of God in Scripture. You need the comfort of the Scriptures to give you hope and empower your trust to know it's hard to know the will of God if you don't even know the Word of God. And so many times we struggle with even making a decision or even knowing whether to go up or down or left or right because we don't know what thus saith the Lord. But I'm here today to tell you that if you will do what God's Word commands you to do, if you will obey the Word and will of God, if you will trust, even when you do not understand, there's been so many times where God has said for something to happen or something to be done, not, I've tried to come at it logically, I've tried to come at it with human reason. I said, Lord, I just don't understand how that works. And, and sometimes, you know, we, we can hold back because... If we, we, we have a problem with not realizing or not understanding exactly what's all involved. But notice the verse here that says, lean not to your own understanding. It's not necessary. It's not necessary for us to understand every aspect or every bit of theology or every, every nuance of, of how something will come to pass. I can tell you right now, I've studied it for all my life, but I still, I, I don't understand completely. I don't understand fully many of the things in God's Word. I don't understand how the death of God's Son 2,000 years ago justifies me today. I don't understand how that works, but I know that I can trust in the Word of God that tells me by faith I have been justified and now I have peace with God because of the sacrifice of His Son. I don't understand how everything's going to work out even today. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen 
with the virus or with the economy or, or with what's going on in families or going on in, in the world around us. I don't have a complete understanding. I know there's some people that claim that they do. You know, I've met people that, when they've got it figured out. They know everything. They can tell you chapter and verse. They can say, yes, you know, this is happening because of this and this is happening because of that. And, and boy, I tell you what, I, I wish I had their certainty. I, I wish I knew as much as they did. I, I found, you know, somebody told me that, you know, as you get older, as, as you age, you're supposed to get wiser and, and more knowledgeable. And I don't know, maybe I'm doing something wrong, but, but uh, uh, the, you know, the older I get, the less certain I am of some of the things that I, I know about this world. I tell you. This world constantly surprises me with the things that people do and the things that people say. But this much I know. It's not about whether I understand it. It's not about whether I understand it, whether I can figure it out, whether I know how it's supposed to work. I can trust the Lord. He's already figured it out. He already has, has, has determined and how it will come to pass. And if I will put my trust and my faith completely in him, I can lean back and rest. Oh, what a comfort it is. What a peace it is. What a peace it is to give my yoke to Jesus Christ, to put on the yoke of Christ, which is light, which is easy. What a, what a burden I used to be under when I thought everything depended on me, on my, my knowledge, my wisdom, my strength. I, you know, I've been going through some, some physical issues over, over the past few weeks, and the Lord's helping me, and, and we're getting it figured out. But, boy, I tell you, the one thing I always thought, I was telling somebody at work this uh, the other day, I, they, I reached out to, to do something, and they stopped me and said, hey, you know, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> You're, 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 that's not for you to do anymore. And boy, I tell you, it stung. It stung. I tell you, I, I am not aging gracefully. I am, I am not going quietly into that, into that good, good night. I, I, I am railing and raging because the one thing my whole life that I was always able to count on about myself was my strengths and and my ability to outwork and, and, and outdo. I may not be the smartest guy in the room. I may not have the best education. I may not have the money or, or, or rank of some, but I tell you what, nobody can match me uh, for, for getting down there and putting my shoulder to the wheel and, and, and getting to work. And, and now that's being challenged in me, and I'm, I'm struggling with that a little bit. But I tell you what, I have found a comfort and a peace of being able to let go of the dependence upon yourself and your own abilities and your own knowledge and your own strength and just lean back into the arms of Jesus Christ and trust and know that He is going to take care of you. I, I have found that to be so comforting when we first began to, to deal with the situation we're in now with the, with the pandemic, there was anxiety, there was confusion, there was concern. Uh, you, know, you, know, you know how it is. We all worry about the same things. I, I have the same things that you know, concern me that concern you, uh, uh, not only for myself and my family, but for the church, you know, 
They're the same issues. How are the bills going to get paid? Uh, how are the people going to stay together? How are we going to be, you know, connected? I've got members uh, of my of this church that are even in hospital rooms that I'm not even allowed to come and visit. I, I thought, my God, you know, uh, I, I feel like such a useless pastor these past two months. I'm, I'm just almost, uh, you know, just frustrated with, with not being able to do the things that I know I'm supposed to do. But, you know, God has given me a peace and a comfort these last two weeks that when I can't or when I'm prevented or when I fall short, he will take care. He's the great shepherd. He is the great pastor of the church, the great and good shepherd. And when I can't be there, he is. And, and I tell you, that comforts me, that strengthens me to be able to rest in Christ, to have a peace. That's the promise there in this verse right here. It says, and, and they're not only, and I know the long life thing, we look at that. We look at that and we thank God. Hey, thank God for, for a long, godly life. But I think the thing that I value more even than that is the peace. The peace that comes from trusting the Lord. The peace that comes from trusting God completely in your heart. You know, some of us, we will pay we will pay lip service. We'll say, oh, yes, I trust the Lord, but our heart remains unsettled. There's always that little flutter, that little, that little angst, that anxiety that, 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 that we feel right in the pit of our chest because, you know, we have these worries and these concerns about whatever's happening uh, personally in our life or whatever's happening in the neighborhood uh, community around us. That's a sign that's a sign that you have not put all your trust in the Lord. Because I tell you this, I tell you this by, by the Scripture, and I tell you this by my own personal testimony. When you trust the Lord completely, there is a gift of peace. My peace I give unto you, the Lord said. Not as the world gives. My peace, the peace that passes all understanding. He has given me that gift of peace. Because I trust Him, even when I don't understand, even when I can't figure out. I, I told Him the other day, I was looking at, uh, we just got our insurance uh, bill for renewal, and it's gone up again. And I, I just looked at the number there, and I thought, my God, how, how, are, we going to, how are we going to do that? We, 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 we don't have, you know, the resources to, to do this. And, I just, and, and just for a moment, just for a moment, you know, I got that little anxiety, and then I thought, you know, Lord, it's your church. It's your building. It's your people. You're going to take care of it. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to fret. I'm not going to trouble myself about it. You're going to provide, and I know you will. What a peace. What a peace we can have, believers. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. Just to take him at his word. He is trustworthy and if we have his word if we have his word we can rest comfort and assured that he's going to handle it he's going to take care of it and maybe won't maybe it won't be exactly the way we think and that's all right i tell you what if every if god had to do everything the way i thought he had to do man we'd, we'd be in a mess i'm so glad that god knows better than me and better than you how to take care of his people. And then the, 
The second thing he promises to those who trust in him is favor. Favor. I tell you what, I can't even, I can't even begin to start telling you the stories. My life, my life has been such a testimony to the favor of God. To the favor of God. I, 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 you know, when I think about it, it amazes me. I, you know, from where I came from and, and who I was, you know, I, I, I honestly, I, you know, just on human merit, just on, on, on human uh, standards, by going by the standards of the world, uh, I should not even be in this pulpit today. You know, I don't have the degrees of theology and the, 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 the things that, you know, that some of the, the, those who pastor and minister have. And, and, but, boy, I tell you, God has granted me such favor, not only in his sight but in the sight of people, I can talk about at work. I can talk about at home. I can talk about in the church community how the favor of God has, I tell you, I'm, I'm, goodness and mercy have followed me all the days of my life. And I have received so much more, so much more than what I've deserved or, or earned. God's favor, God, another word for favor is grace, believer. God's favor, God's grace that unmerited favor of God that he gives freely and completely and wholly to those whose hearts trust him and are fully confident in him. I can just, I, I, wish I, I wish I could tell you some of the stories, some of the times where just out of nowhere, I, without even, and I'll be honest, even times where I didn't even ask for it or pray for it or anything, just the, 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 just the free grace of God, just the, just the God's desire to show off, I guess. You know, I don't know if it's right to, to say that God sometimes shows off, but to me, to me, he has shown off to me a number of times where he has just given me incredible favor in his sight and in the sight of people. Praise God. And, and, and I, I can't even begin to tell you how valuable how value you know we, we work so hard uh, sometimes some of us work so hard to impress certain people to get you know close to certain people to get connected to get a an in with with a certain community or a certain place but I tell you what if you've got God and God's favor in your life there is there is nothing nothing that can compare to that. To, to give you what you need and, and to put you where you need to be. Praise God for the favor of God. If we will trust him, if we will trust him, he will give us his peace. If we will trust him, he will give us grace and favor. If we will trust him, he will, according to verse 6, he will direct our paths. He will direct our paths. I'm leaning on this verse. I am leaning on this verse today. Now, I'm trying to figure out the way to to lead this church forward, to, 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 to bring back uh, or, or to, to move us forward into the, the world as it is today. You know, the world isn't the same today as it was two months ago or three months ago. And, and we're going to need divine direction. We're going to need divine guidance to, to navigate the way forward of how, uh, how we're going to operate and how we're going to 
worship and how we're going to continue to impact the community around us with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, and I, 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 I'm not smart enough. I tell you what, I've read all the books. I've, I've watched all the videos, but I'm not smart enough. I'm, I'm not wise enough to figure it all out. I am leaning on God. He is going to direct our path. He's, we're going to move as he moves. I'm looking for that pillar of fire. I'm looking for that cloud, that glory cloud, that Shekinah cloud, and we will move as he moves, and we will stay as he stays, and, and wherever he leads us, you know, uh, you know we, we, we have the comfort of knowing that he will lead us in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. We have the comfort of knowing that he will lead us to green pastures and to still waters. We have the comfort of knowing that even when we pass through the valley of the shadow of death, we won't have to be afraid of the evil because because he is with us and his rod and his staff, they comfort us. We, we know that if God is leading us, if God is directing your path today, believer, if God is directing you, whether it's a, in, your, in your family life, in your, in your social life, in your, in your workplace, or, or even in, 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 your, in, in, in the church, what has brought you here to Lighthouse Church of God, if God is directing your path, you can trust you can trust and believe with comfort and with peace and with grace and favor that God is, is and that He is taking you where you need to be. And He is, he is going to, to bless you and going to reward you for, for your trusting in Him. I, I, every turn and twist of life is, is, is a mystery to us. We can't see around the corners. We can't see what's over the next hill. But God goes before us, believers. God goes before us, Lighthouse. And we can trust Him. And we can know that if He is directing our path, the path will take us where we need to be. And, and the key to that is the humility. To humility, not to be wise in our own eyes. Not to think so highly of ourselves. But to fear the Lord. To fear the Lord. You know, uh, one commentator had a great line. I've, I've remembered it and it's kind of stuck with me. He said that the, the, the greatest hindrance to, to wisdom, the greatest hindrance to, to wisdom is the belief that you already have it. The belief that you already have it. If, you know, the moment you begin to think that you're wise enough, that you don't need God anymore, oh, my God, what a, what a, what a, what an incredibly blind and foolish thought to have to think that you can make any decision in your life without, without concerning yourself with God, to think that you can move forward in any aspect of your life. Well, I know what, you know, I know my, I tell you, we, we have our plans and we, have, we sit down and we have our budgets and, and we have our timetables and we have all these things that, we plan out. How many, of you, how many of you in your plan for 2020, when you sat down at the beginning of the year and laid out your goals and your targets and where you thought you'd be, how many of you took into account a, a, a two-and-a-half-month hiatus because of the coronavirus? You didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. Nobody saw it coming, but God did. 
God saw it coming. This is why, this is why you know, the, the, the old uh, saying goes, you don't know what you don't know. And that, can, that is so real and true to me. All of the things, I, we can have every plan we can get together, and, and we will, we will. Uh, this is not something where we just sit back and don't do anything. We will come together and plan how we want to reopen and how we want to get back to <clears throat> on-campus worship and how we want to do other things. But, you know, the things that we don't know, the things that we can't see, we're going to have to trust God. We're going to have to trust the Lord. And we're not going to be so full of our own wisdom and so knowledgeable in our own mind that we forget that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. We are going to look to God. We're going to look to God. I tell you, there's, there's a humility that's required here. I know a lot of people don't like this, this idea of fearing God. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not going to be afraid of God. That's not what it means. It doesn't, it doesn't mean be afraid of God. It means to honor, to respect, to revere, to know that God is God and you are not, and that God knows things that you don't, and that God's been where you're going, and to recognize that his way, even though it might not seem clear to us, is the right way. We have to be careful. We have to be careful. We can become so full of knowledge. We think we know everything. We think we've figured everything out. We think we've, we've reached that stage of wisdom, of knowledge and understanding that we don't have to pray as much as we used to pray or study Scripture or be part of the church or come to the house of God. All the things that we think, well, you know, I've, I've reached a different status. I've reached a different plateau in my life. Oh, believer, oh, please, please take this scripture to heart. Take this scripture to heart. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Be as, I tell you what, be as dependent upon God today as you were the day that you got saved. Put all your care on him. Put all your trust in him. Let him, let him govern and rule and direct your life. We, we, we get so full of our own plans, our own wants, our own desires. And by the way, you know, God takes all that into consideration. The Bible does tell us that if we'll delight ourselves in the Lord, he will give us the desires of our heart. He's not, you know, he, he does take into consideration your heart and your mind and, and the things that are important to you. But you have got to be willing to, if you're going to pursue those things, if you're going to receive those things, they've got to be on God's terms. They've got to be in God's time. And they've got to be out of the resources of God's treasure. We, 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 we don't, I tell you, the biggest mistake we make is we accept substitutes for the things that we should receive from God. And we've got to be careful about that. What God has for us is so much better than settling for the, the, the things that the world promises. And so if we will fear the Lord, if we will fear the Lord, if we will fear the Lord, we will, we will see the fulfillment of every promise of God. I believe that. I believe that. And then, of course, verse 9 talks about the provision. Verses 8 talks about the provision of health. And 9, the provision of, of resources, of supply, our God is an abundant source of supply, church. He, we've, we've preached on this earlier. I know Brother Fogel preached a great message on it a few weeks back, and, 
And so I'm not going to spend a lot of time here, but I know it seems so uh, difficult right now. People say, well, how, you know, and, and, and I don't, every time you come into this, you know, people have, a, have sort of a, a hang-up or, or a problem with, with talking about uh, our resources, talking about our money, talking about the, the possessions and honoring God and giving God the first portion and all of that. I'm just going to tell you what the Word tells you. I'm not going to interject any personal opinion here. I'm just going to tell you what God says. God says if we'll put Him first in everything, He'll take care of us. That's, that's as simple as I can make it. That's as simple as I can do it. If, if you will put God first in, in all aspects of your life, including, including the resources that He's given you, He says He'll take care. He'll take care of you. There'll be enough. There'll be enough. There'll, as a matter of fact, if we read this, if we read this in its, in its, as it lays here, there'll be more than enough. There'll be enough for you, enough for you to bless others and for you to help others. So I'm just telling you, part of trusting God, trusting in the Lord with all our heart, it means more than just trusting Him with our soul, more than just trusting Him with our mind, more than just trusting Him with our heart, with our emotions, more than even trusting Him just with our physical body. It means trusting Him with everything that we have. Everything that we have. Every resource we have at our fingertips. We should trust the Lord. And then he concludes with a reminder that when we go through a time of difficulty, a time of what he calls chastening, not to abandon that trust. Now, wait a minute, Pastor. You said if I trust the Lord, everything's going to be great. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be perfect. My life's going to be easy. No. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it'll work out. I'm saying you'll be better off. I'm saying you'll end up where you need to be. But there will still be difficulties. There will still be hardships. There will still be problems. But I I look at it this way, and maybe you can take some strength and comfort from this. Everybody goes through battles, the righteous and the unrighteous, the rich and the poor, black and white, doesn't matter. Believer and unbeliever, we all go through battles and struggles. There's no exemption from it. There's no way to avoid it. In this world, Jesus said, you shall have tribulation. There's no getting around it. The difference for us, the difference for me, is that the battles and struggles that I go through, I know are governed by God. And that He will use those battles, those struggles, those difficulties for my good. That He will use them in a way to which ultimately, even though I go through a valley, even go through a difficulty, a storm, as Brother Keith was singing about earlier in the service, I know that when it's all said and done, I'm going to come out better, stronger, purer. I'm going to come out in a place where all of the things I went through can be used to benefit not only myself, but benefit others. You say, oh, preacher, that's just preacher talk. Well, maybe it is, but it's what the Scripture said. It's how the Bible puts it. Despise not the chastening of the Lord. Don't get bitter. 
don't get difficult. Don't get don't say, well, God, you know, I was trusting you, but then this this bad thing happened. Somebody I, I love, something happened in my job, something happened in my home, my kid, and we get we get to where we we get bitter. We get to where we get we get disturbed, dissatisfied. But trusting the Lord doesn't mean simply trusting Him when things are good. It's not hard to trust the Lord when everything's fine, when everything's well, when everything's, when everything's coming up roses. Even the, even the, even the most uh, uh, worldly believer will trust God in those times. But when things get difficult, when there's sickness in the land, when there's, when there's economic depression, when there's, when there's problems in the family, in the home, do we still trust the Lord? Should we still trust the Lord? Well, my vote is yes. For this very reason. Whatever that problem is, whatever that battle is, who else am I going to trust? Am I going to trust the government to bail me out, take care of me? Am I going to trust the knowledge of the doctors, the surgeons, the nurses? And I'm not, just, I'm not putting that down, but praise God. For our, for our medical community. What a job. What a, what a, what, they're doing God's work. Ministry to the sick, sick is God's work, church. It's what the church was commanded to do. Amen. And there's, there's, you know, there's no better you know, ministry or service you can offer to the Lord than, than to, to care for those who are weak, who are hurting, who are sick. So thank God for them. I'm not putting them down. But I'm also going to tell you that I'm, you know, I've talked to doctors, and I've been around doctors, and I, I appreciate they have my best interests at heart, but, but I, my trust isn't in them. My trust is in the Lord, that he's the one who's giving them the wisdom, giving them the understanding. When I, before I go to a doctor, well, I'll tell you, before you go to a doctor, you should pray, Lord, give that doctor supernatural insight into my condition. Let him see clearly what's going on with me. Let whatever medicine or whatever technique, whatever he does prescribe, let it be for my good and for my healing in Jesus' name. I promise you, I promise you, if we'll continue to trust the Lord, even when things are difficult, especially when things are difficult, yeah, no chastening for the season you're in is pleasant to anyone. We know that. But when you come out of it, and hear me, believer, today, you will come out of it. You will be so glad, so glad that you put your trust in the Lord. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. Just to take him at his word. Just to rest upon his promise just to know, thus saith the Lord. I'm so glad I've learned to trust thee, precious Jesus, Savior, friend, and I know that you are with me and will be with me to the end. Thank God we can trust the Lord. Thank God for his care. Thank God even in the midst of all that we're dealing with today, we don't have to be troubled we don't have to be disturbed. 
We don't have to be anxious. We can just trust God. Trust the Lord. Take Him at His word. Obey His commands. Honor Him with our possessions. And lean not to our own understanding. And God will see us through. Bless God today. Father, Father God, I thank You today for this comforting word of trust. You're calling Your people to take off their heavy yokes, the heavy burdens of their heart, the things that weigh them down and, and cause them so much restlessness and so much anxiety. You're saying, come to Me, you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Learn of Me. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Oh God, today we pray that You would help us to learn to trust You completely. Trust in You with all our heart, with all that we have and all that we are. Trust in You even when things are difficult. Trust in You even when we're up against the wall. Trust the Lord. Father, today I pray for these on this call. That you would comfort them and strengthen them. That you would touch their bodies, touch their hearts, their souls, their spirits, and give them that peace, that favor that comes from trusting in you. I lift them up before your throne today. And I ask you to bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. been a production of the Lighthouse Church of God. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed. You are welcome to join us for service by calling 701-801-6266 every Sunday at 1015 a.m. For more information or to support our ministry, visit our website at www.lhcogfl.org. God bless you. Until next time. This is the Lighthouse Church of God, lighting the way through the storms of life.